0: Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Fan Fangirl Fever. First of all, apologies for the poor audio on my end. I don't have my proper mic set up, but that'll be fixed for the next episode. Today we'll be talking about our recent concert lineups and whatnot. It was originally going to be Biba Doobie and Rina shows, but my B-show got cancelled, which I'll get into that later. But first, let's get into our favorite post of the week.
1: Okay, my favorite post of the week is a tweet and it's from Charlie XCX updates on Twitter. Haha. <laughs> yes, I'm talking about her again. But it's a, it says, get you a girl who can do both. And the first video is her performing Vroom Vroom in a super tiny venue. Like, she can't even stand up straight on the stage. I don't even know if it is a stage because it's so small. But then there's a video, I think, from... Primavera Sound, Brazil, and like the crowd is huge and it's so loud. And I need to go to that festival because South, like Brazilian fans and just South American fans in general, go crazy. And I need to experience
0: that because that's my vibe. That's my type of people. My favorite post of the week was a TikTok of Mr. Joe Jonas singing Gotta Find You in the year 2022. I don't know like why they had a show or a couple of shows in Las Vegas, but the content that has been coming out from them recently, mind-blowing. And I always go through really small Jonas Brothers phases, and I'm sad that I've never seen them in concert before. But allegedly, they're going on another tour in 2023. And I will try to go if that's the case. But yeah, that's my favorite post. Let's talk about the recent shows that we've been to because it really seems that live shows are back.
1: So the first show that I went to was on November 11th. It was Biba Doobie. And I went with one of my friends, actually a few of my friends and... Um, we got there kind of late, like, I think we got there, we got there right, we, like, walked inside, went to the bathroom, and then got to a spot at, like, eight thirty, eight forty-five, and the opener had just gotten off. And I'm kind of sad we missed the opener. I don't know who it was, but everyone was like, oh my god, the opener was so good, and I was like, wow, I have no idea who it was, but I wish I, I experienced it, but... It was fine because she actually came out at, like, she didn't come out at 9, but she came out at, like, 9.10 or something, which I feel like artists always wait till, like, 9.30, which is so annoying, but I loved that, and the vibe was, like, so chill. Like, it was, like, probably one of the chillest concerts ever. It wasn't very loud. A lot of people were on their phones, which I'll talk about later. But she didn't perform that many songs from Beatopia, or as she says it, Beatopia. I don't know which one it is, but um, I was kind of disappointed about that because I really like that album and it's the newest one. And I know she released an album in 2020, but she did go on tour last year. So I was like, honey, why are you only performing like half the songs on this new album? Because there is no reason. But she did perform Perfect Pair, which is like one of my favorite songs from b and 1036, which she opened with, which was fun. But she didn't perform, fi- oh, she did perform few songs. She didn't perform You're Here, That's the Thing, which I love. She didn't perform Broken CD. Just like, anyway. She didn't perform a lot of the songs. Like, literally half the album was on the set list, which, like, was very disappointing. But overall, it was, like, a chill concert vibe. I feel like the concert was probably my least favorite part of the night. But I had a fun time overall. Like, it was just, like, a fun night that I hadn't had. And I hadn't had a night like that in a while. So that's not saying, like, it was awful. But it wasn't my favorite thing that I did that night.
0: I was supposed to see B, like I said earlier this week, Um, I was just about to get ready and I pulled out my phone and I got an email from like Live Nation or whatever and it was like, info regarding your refund for tonight's event and I was like, wait, what? And I opened it and it said that the B show was canceled tonight and I was like, why i checked instagram she put on like this on her story that she was feeling really sick and she needed to rest before continuing the rest of the tour and was like why did my show have to get cancelled i was so bummed i was looking forward to this for so freaking long
1: yeah she had said at my concert like i'm not feeling very well but i appreciate you guys for like bearing with me and then like the next day or whatever i think it was like two days after you were like the show got canceled. So it kind of sucks that she got sick and she couldn't perform.
0: Yeah. And me seeing stories of her performing at like the following shows just makes me so upset. But she did say she's coming back next year, and she is opening for Taylor, too. So maybe there's a chance I'll get to see her sooner than later. But that's okay, because on 11.15, I saw Harry at the semi-final show, as that's how the Kia forum described it, because it was supposed to be the last show. But three shows got rescheduled in January, so 11.15 was the fake final show. And I think that is my favorite solo Harry show that I've been to so far. The night before, a little girl threw Skill on stage hit his eye. It was like a whole thing on Twitter. And everyone was so worried like he was just not going to be his usual self at this quote last show. But man, did he put on a show. And also, I think what really helped was, as it was, got a bunch of Grammy noms that morning. So he was just, like, so pumped. Highest energy ever. And with Sabrina, we had Pit. We came extremely late. Like, we came into the Pit when Ben was already performing, I think. And we noticed that he didn't sing Boyfriends. So we're like, oh, Harry's bringing him out to sing Boyfriends. Which... He did and he also sang medicine which was unexpected but also like kind of because it was the last show and he had only also played it at the first LA show so a win is a win but yeah um, the only thing that I will say is I spent a lot more money than expected that night because I caved and bought the $25 checkered love on tour tee from the last leg and also a very expensive $20 dollar drink so yeah but it was a really fun night and I'm really excited to see him in January again I kind of want to go to all three shows because if I don't I'm gonna have FOMO but I'm gonna try to be normal and just stick to the one ticket that I have but we'll see
1: wait so this was like his last U.S. show except for the rescheduled ones right yes so on the 16th I went to Rina Sawayama which was at the same venue as B's show. And um, I was planning on going alone, like, at first, but then one of my friends was saying, oh, I think I'm going to buy a ticket. Then another friend was like, oh, I'm going to buy a ticket. They never did. So I was like, okay, okay. guess I'm going alone. And I was like, at, like, 3 p.m. that day, I was like, wow, I'm actually going to, like, a concert tonight. It's kind of weird. But then I left. I left kind of late, like, later than I wanted to, but I didn't really know who the opener was and, like, didn't want to wait through someone I didn't know, respectfully. So, I'm glad I got there when I did because I got there, like, right as she was coming off. Like, I heard her perform a cover of Toxic and then I came out and she was like, bye! And I was like, bye, queen! And then I was standing in the pit alone. I was pretty close up for, like, getting there kind of late. I was feeling kind of awkward, you know, just chilling alone, and there was this girl next to me, and I was like, she, she kept looking at her phone, and I was like, okay, she might be waiting for friends, and then it was like 10 minutes had gone by, and I was like, okay, she's still alone, and I was like, I just want to say something to her. I don't want to sound creepy and be like, are you here alone, but I said, oh, are you here alone, and she was like, yeah, are you, and I was like, me too, and then we introduced ourselves, and fun fact, she had actually came up to the friends that I went to B's show with and was like, hey, I, re- I met you guys a few years ago at a different show. So like, hi, how are you? Like they followed each other on Instagram and she didn't know me because I hadn't met her before, but like she talked to my friends on Friday night and then like Wednesday night was the arena show and she was standing right next to me and I was like, hey, are you here alone? I didn't recognize her until a few minutes later and I was like, oh my God, you know my friends. She told me her name, and I was like, oh my god, Yas, you know my friends. And then we were just talking, you know, we had a lot in common, and then I texted Amy before I started talking to her, I hope Rina plays Vroom Vroom by Charlie XCX on this pre-show playlist, and she did. So then we just danced to that, and then the pre-show playlist was awesome sauce. Rena came on, me and my new friend were losing our minds, honestly one of the the best shows I've ever seen. It was such a different vibe from B's show, just because I feel like B doesn't have any choreography or, like, it's more like a indie show than, like, a pop show or, like, a high production show, which is, which is fine. I knew what I was going to get into, but Rena's show was just another level. There was outfit changes, there was choreography, the lights, like, there was lasers. Her vocals live are insane, like, the same, if not better, than studio tracks, which is crazy, and she just looked, she looked like a sculpture, like, I I don't, I don't know how tall she is, but she needs to be a model for, like, I was, I didn't know what to say, I didn't know what to do, I was just losing my mind the whole time, and then, um, I just loved it, my favorite song was probably, I actually can't decide, hold on, It was probably like the first three songs, cause it was like her song Minor Feelings and then Hold the Girl and then Catch Me in the Air, which is like one of my favorite songs by her. And it was just like an awesome lineup of songs. But I loved the whole show. She performed Beg For You, which is a song she has with Charlie. And I loved that. And the crowd was just so into it. A lot of people weren't on their phones. A lot of people were dancing and it was in general just like one of the best shows I'd ever been to. So if you have the opportunity to see her, please go see her. She's a queen. I don't know how she's not selling out stadiums. She's at that Ariana Grande level, period. So
0: last night, November 19th, I spontaneously went to see Blue to Tiger. And I feel like this was kind of like... The universe's way of making up for B getting canceled because I feel like their fan base is kind of similar, and it was also at um, the same venue at where B would have performed at too. And by the end of the night, I was like, I think this is probably one of my favorite shows that I've been to this year. And I'm honestly not even like a huge Blue fan like before I went to the show, but officially consider me as part of the Blue crew. I think that's what her fan fandom is called um she had two openers I would I am also a big fan of them both now too Tiffany Day she's amazing she her stage presence reminds me of Sabrina Carpenter so much like the way she dances and just interacts with the crowd it was so cute um Blue sounds exactly the same if not better and she's just so girl boss the way she plays her bass is mesmerizing incredible one of my favorite parts I don't know if this is like a bit or like if it's real if she's done this at other shows but she's like oh I'm kind of tired of playing right now does anybody want to come up and play with me and this girl came up and played with her for a little bit and I was like this is so cool um so that was that and I also went to the show by myself and I also wanted to add that I'm a firm believer in going to shows if nobody wants to go with you because this is like shows like with COVID it told me that you don't want to miss out so definitely if no one goes with you just pull the trigger and go by yourself but anyways the girl next to me was also by herself. And she was talking my ear off, like not in the mean way or anything, but she, I can just tell that she is a very extroverted person, and I'm not the most extroverted person, so it was a little hard for me to carry the conversation, but she just kept wanting to talk to me, so I did my best. And what really shocked me is right when the show ended, she was like, can you airdrop me all the videos you took? And I was like, yeah, but I didn't really want to, but... I would feel awkward if I said no because she was like really nice to me the whole time. So I did. And that was a really strange experience. Like I've never encountered anything like that before. But um, yeah, also another favorite part of the show for me, she did a like cover bedly of Style, Electric Feel, and Glamorous, which three very different songs, but she somehow made it work. And it was great. Highly recommend seeing her. I think she's only, like, halfway into her tour, so anybody else in the U.S. that's listening and she hasn't been to your local venue yet, definitely check if she's making a stop.
1: When you told me you were going to this, I literally was so confused because I thought you, like, spelled the name wrong because I was like, who is that? Like,
0: <laughs> She definitely had a moment, like, over quarantine, like, she got, like, a couple of viral videos and before I left for the show, I looked at her page and her engagement is not where it It was like when she got like her little moment, but also I think it was really cool that she was in a small part of Olivia Rodrigo's documentary. So big things coming for her and I will definitely go see her again if she comes to any venues near me. So those were the four shows between the two of us that we've been to recently. And as Zoe brought to my attention earlier this week, 2019 was literally like the last time that concerts were normal. So how do you, have you been feeling lately about shows?
1: Well, like I kind of said, I felt a little bit awkward, like going to this show alone. And I actually talked to my new friend about it. And I was like, oh, my God, I feel like so weird coming here to coming here alone tonight because I used to go to shows like a few years ago alone and didn't really care She was like, me too. It's just like weird now because we're older and like a lot has changed. And I don't know. I feel like it's a combination of things. But yeah, I just felt like a little more self-conscious. And like the general vibe at shows is a lot different now because I feel like obviously everybody wants to be safe and respectful to other people. And in combination with that, I feel like fans are like the craziest they've ever been. Because people are getting there like insanely early, and I was saying like people now like fight for the set list and like guitar picks and stuff, which I don't feel like they did that before. Maybe I'm crazy, but I feel like that wasn't that big of a deal a few years ago. But I've talked to Amy about this. I feel like a lot of fans now, specifically Harry fans, like want to be the best fan you can be. And I don't know if it's actually because they like the artists or I think a lot of it is like you can get a lot of likes or like a lot of friends if you're like a popular fan and while that is cool it just kind of takes away from like everyone else's experience if you're just being mean and like Comparing yourself to all the other fans like I got here at this time. I've been a fan for this long I have all this merch. I went to this many shows. It's like, babe It's just supposed to be fun and y'all are taking it so serious So I feel like that in combination with COVID Which are weirdly very different just created a whole new vibe and then like Everyone wants to get the best video, which I totally understand but like everyone's on their phones and it's so annoying.
0: Yeah, I fully agree with you. It's like everything that you said about Harry, I always see like TikToks or like Twitter threads being made about it. Like they, the way that they compare like the Harry era now to like the HS1 tour, it is so different. And it's like quarantine changed concert culture so much. Like I know recently, like there was this whole thing about um, when Steve Lacey got really mad and like threw that fan's phone on stage and he like just abruptly left. He did end up coming back, I think. But concert culture is so different now. And on the way to the my, the last Harry show that I went to, I was talking to Sabrina on the way there. I was like, like younger me would be freaking out at like present day me of how late I'm going to the shows and like I don't care to get there before doors open. I don't really care about what I'm wearing anymore. So in a sense, I guess that's different for me. Like I'm just there for the music to have fun with my friends. If I'm going by myself, I'm not like super prioritizing the fact like, oh, I want to meet someone there. Like I'm just there for the artist. Like I think one of my favorite solo shows that I've done, which was also post-COVID was Gracie. And that one was one of my favorite shows ever. Um, But yeah, but the end of the day, I just want to feel comfortable. I want to have fun and... What you said about, like, scared of, like, being judged or perceived by other people. When I was at Blue yesterday, I was in line. There was, like, a couple right in front of me. And there was a couple right behind me when we were in line. And then when we got there, I was looking all around. And people were just, like, together. And I was like, oh, I'm just here by myself. But I think I got a really good spot in the venue. And I had fun. Even though I was really tired from a long week, it was a great way to kick off the weekend, I guess. So,
1: yeah. feel like... I don't know, you and I are both like very introverted people, but we also like music. It's just like kind of awkward to go to a show. Because we want to go, but it is weird to go alone sometimes. Like the people around you don't care, they literally don't care, but when you're standing there alone, it's like. I have no one to talk to, and you just see, like, all these people having a lot of fun with their friends.
0: I, like, I I will keep repeating myself. I sound like a broken record, but go to shows by yourself. If it's an artist that you really, really like, and none of your friends like them too, just do it. Like, what's the worst that can happen? That's a rhetorical question. Don't answer that. Um, But, yeah. (laughs) Concert culture in general has changed so much due
1: to a combination of things, but specifically Harry's, like... When I think about like pre-COVID Harry vibes, it's so different than now.
0: I regret not going because at the time I had no one to go with and it was it, would, it was kind of out of my way to like ask for a ride to the forum, but I have so many regrets of not being there. So don't be like me, guys.
1: I'm of the theory that um, Ticketmaster is also perpetuating this idea that you have to like get the best to be the best fan. Like, the entire Taylor ticket situation, and, like, buying tickets for Olivia, and buying tickets for Harry, it's just such a big ordeal, and it just, ugh, it's so annoying. Like, I don't remember it ever being like that before, and it's Ticketmaster. They're doing it themselves, but it's just so annoying. I hate it. Like Ariana has such a big fan base and always has. But for her tour, I don't think pre-sale was like the verified fan was a thing. But I don't remember it being one as expensive or two as like cutthroat as it is now.
0: I love that you brought that up because I feel like that was probably one of my last normal ticket buying experiences. Like I had no issues whatsoever.
1: Yeah, I remember it being like, you don't have all that anxiety. You're, like, you're literally, like, you want to go to this show so bad, but you don't actually... Nowadays, you actually have to be scared that you're either going to have to spend a lot of money that you don't want to spend, or you're not going to be able to go. Like, you kind of have to prepare to spend a lot of money. Which, obviously, inflation and stuff. But, like, Ticketmaster has gotten so outrageous that it it isn't even logical anymore. And then, like, the queue and the verified fan, like, it's just... I, don't, I have a vivid memory of buying Ariana tickets, and it was smooth sailing. Like, obviously, there is some frustrating points where you pick a seat, and then you try to check out, and it's gone. But, like, now, it's just, like, everyone you pick is gone.
0: It's quite literally the real-life Hunger Games.
1: But, Ticketmaster, I'm praying on your downfall. I'm really glad people are coming for you now
0: yeah what is joe biden's plan to take down ticketmaster immediately with that said do you have any more shows lined up for the end of the year or early next year and what do you expect or hope from those shows
1: i actually have no shows that i'm planning to go to i think i'm gonna go see noelle miller but i haven't bought a t- bought a ticket yet And I know I should, but they're honestly, like, really expensive. They're, like, $80. What? Yeah, they're, like, $80, and it's a comedy show, which... I know Mr. Miller needs his check, but why is this tiny venue with seats $80 tickets? I'll probably end up buying tickets. We'll see. But other than that, no. And I'm honestly happy about it because I need Ticketmaster to restructure their entire company before I ever have to
0: experience buying from them again. What was I going to say? Oh yeah. So, I believe my only remaining show of this year is "Role Model" at the Hollywood Palladium, but I'm very excited for that one. Another show that I bought two tickets, but I might end up going by myself because a lot of my I don't think many of my friends like him like that but if you guys are and you're listening right now and you want to go that would be like you giving me a birthday gift because it's like the week before my birthday so you know kill two birds with one stone um but yeah and then I'm going to Suki Waterhouse in January like I keep saying Harry in January and I think that's all I have planned for now because I obviously couldn't get tickets for Taylor but I will find a way to be there. So I will report when I have successfully secured tickets. But that's that. Um, what about Billy? Billy, I could not get tickets, but if the universe loves me and I somehow get face value, I will go. So if you're selling face value, Billy tickets, I think it's at the forum, sell them to me, please. Well, that was all for our little tangent on recent concert experiences and how the vibes have changed and all that good stuff. So let's get into shoutouts now. Mine is Soundtrap, which is a Spotify-based, I think, platform, which we're using it right now to record this episode because like we said before, Zoom sucks. We're still getting the hang of this, but uh hopefully she's a keeper um but yeah so if you want to make your own beats or even like record your own podcast recommend using this check it out um there's like free there's a free version and there's also like premiums that you can try out but if you give it a try let us know how it works for you
1: okay my shout out is the it girl theory podcast which i feel like i started listening to for reels recently, and they haven't posted in a while, but I really like the concept of this podcast, and like it says in the title, It Girl Theory, uh, the hosts talk about it girls, what makes an it girl, who are it girls, and it's very interesting.
0: You're an it girl.
1: I'm actually not according to their parameters. I'm not an it girl, like, They, like, it's like micro-celebrities who you, like, know nothing about. I'm not a micro-celebrity. I wish I was. Just kidding. I actually don't. That would suck. You know who's an it girl? Dalton Gomez. And people have been hacking his accounts because they're so desperate for information about him. It's so foul that people hacked into his Instagram, but also I did enjoy watching the video you sent me. But, yeah, that's my uh, shout-out. I kind of got lost in the sauce. But It Girl Theory Podcast, I don't know if they're on a break or something, but it's got a lot of episodes. So if you like It Girls,
0: tune in. Well, that is all for this episode. And I believe our next episode is Spotify wrapped, which... We're always so excited about. Apparently today, November 20th, Spotify like put out like a little teaser message saying that it's coming. So yeah. So so excited.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited for the episode. I hope it doesn't embarrass me too much.
0: But we'll see. But other than that, if you have not listened to our last episode yet, check that episode out to hear our predictions for this year. And if you're really feeling it, check out our other Spotify wrapped episodes too. I don't know what numbers numbers they are, but I guess we could leave it in the description or whatever. But yeah. Okay, well, that's all. If you've been to any concerts recently, let us know how it was. And yeah, we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.